welcome to the second episode of the Fiat Podcast featuring me, just another Catholic girl. Today we have a special surprise guest for your, you all, my dear friend Izzy Kujis. Say hi, hi Izzy! Guys. It's Izzy! <laughs> smacked my wrist on the roof. We're also filming this in Nora's car. Yeah, this oh, is in my car. Welcome to the, the Carissa the Camry. Also, the rosaries are low-key in the way, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> Mary is not in the way. No. Okay. So, as you people know, on this podcast, we discuss all things the Lord working and trusting in the Lord. And we're going to do exactly that with Izzy. But first, okay. So, I think we should go through first who you are and what you do. What do I do? Okay. <laughs> um, well, my name's Izzy, who I am, daughter of God for sure. Hey! Um, can I get an amen? Just amen. So Baptist, never say that again. <laughs> um, what I do, I'm currently a junior um, at Ave Maria University studying yeah. theology and education. Um, what am I doing right now with my summer? I'm a preschool teacher. Hey. Never thought my life would come to that. But I basically work with three and four-year-olds all day, and I kind of have forgotten how to talk to adults. So excuse <laughs> me if I don't make any sense on this podcast, but that's me. Um, what else do I do? Yeah, that's me. That's you? That's what I do, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and next up, we want to know what your favorite devotion slash litany slash novena slash saints are. Girl, I hope you got time for this. Um, okay, in short, I'll shorten it for you. I think Sounds good, yeah. My favorite litany would be the litany of humility. Oof. As basic as that is. So good. That's a profound one. I've been praying with that a lot and actually being able to sit and ask Jesus to grant me the grace to feel abandoned. Oof. Like, that's raw, dude. Yeah. Like, that's raw stuff. So, I love that litany. But it's called... Okay. Oh, anyways, it's called Kick, Keep, or Be a Missionary Forever. And you get three groups. Close your eyes. Okay. You have Life Team, Focus, or Damascus. Kick, Keep, or Be a Missionary with Forever. Oh, wait. Okay, <laughs> so before I do this, like, all my homies out there who are missionaries, like... Please don't. This is no, no shade, bad blood. No, no bad shade blood. to any anybody. This is just okay. I've actually never served with any of these. That's well, exactly. life team, I guess I kind of have, but um, no, not really. Not really. Not though. the big, big. Thank you for not putting Christ in the city. That's so, okay. Also, yeah. mm. so kick, keep, be a missionary forever. Yeah. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Like into eternity. Forever. Just, just like on this earth forever. Like maybe you wouldn't be a missionary with them forever, but you'd work for them. Forever. I'd work for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I would say this is gonna be a really hot take. Kick Damascus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every- oh my gosh. Um actually no no no. I'm gonna say kick life teen. Keep Damascus. You're kicking life teen? Yeah, sorry, life teen. Damascus is pretty on fire. I'm gonna say <laughs> kick life teen, keep Damascus, be a missionary at focus forever. That's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say. We're trying to get Izzy's phone plugged in. Yeah, this is a little My phone's like 7%, so... There we go. Now it's charging. I'm afraid that this doesn't die. That's a good one. I like that, but I'm a little sad about life, team. <laughs> I know. No hard feelings, but... No hard feelings. But hard feelings. <laughs> but hard feelings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm in a hard place, Nora. All my fellow life team missionaries, it's okay. <laughs> and so I think you're great. You guys are doing good work. I just... I'm kicking you. The next question is, how did we meet? And how long have we known each other? <laughs> We met, we met on the March for Life, we 27, did. 2018. 2018. And I was terrified out of my mind, did not want to be there, hated life team, wonder why I kicked it. 
Um, yeah, I was terrified, and I met this girl on the bus, and I, I think I met you before, didn't I? Yeah, we met it at Beyond Words. We met at Beyond Words, and I remember, like, texting you, or you texted me, one of us. No, you texted me. I texted you, and I was like, Ayo, you going to the March for Life? Because I was like, terrified. Yeah. Long Who's story this? short, we sat <laughs> to each other on the bus, and the whole ride there, and talked to each other's ears off, and we've been friends since 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, six, almost six years now. Yeah. Slay. Okay. Slay yeah. That's our glorious, uh... We've each other that long. Yeah, I know. It kind of feels like it's been like two years. I know for real. <laughs> but like not like I don't but know. Not. Time flies. We have fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Also, I feel like we always get the fears where we like don't talk to each other, but then once we like yeah. once you come back or I come back. No, that's like, so true. Yeah, if this. y'all know me, like you know that I tend to I tend to ghost people sometimes. Like unintentionally, okay. but I'm really bad at being You're a busy girl. present to people when I'm not home, you know? Yeah. that's my that's my love language like it's like okay i need distance and i'll reach out to you and then yeah yeah good stuff okay, good stuff <laughs> oh okay um please tell us one to three examples of how you have found yourself trusting in our lord in your life and using your fiat mm, i'll give you two i'll give you like that's a good i'll give you like yeah. a recent one and yeah yeah I'll okay give you two. okay Perfect. Um, first one was my senior year of high school, and everyone was deciding where to go to college. <laughs> Fun fact: I actually never really told anyone this. I didn't want to go to college. I was convinced <laughs> I was going to meet my husband and be a stay-at-home mother straight out of high school because that was my dream. Obviously, it was not the Lord's plan for me, but um, I knew I wanted to go to a Catholic university because I had to go to my college. My parents made me, yeah. and I was like, I need to find that. So I toured Franciscan and. Then I toured Ave, and I actually hated them both at first, which is really—it's really funny to me because I don't <laughs> understand what I saw that made me like not want to go to either of those places. But I was very much set on like I need to be far away from my family. Yeah. <laughs> I just need like to be challenged, and that also like scared me at the same time. But um, I remember in May, kind of making the decision to just go to Ave, and I just did not feel peace with it, and I did not want to do it, and I did not know where the money was going to come from because obviously you'd be known catholic universities be expensive <laughs> especially out of state tuition love that for us <laughs> but i just kind of decided to trust and then my first semester there i like did not i hated it and i was like <laughs> i knew it i was like, not I for this. yeah and so i was just like having this desire to like transfer <laughs> either to franciscan or just somewhere random and I ended up sticking it out and like i don't know it was just it's just, it really, I, I found my place there and it's just where the Lord is really like, my prayer life has been like wrecked in so many ways. And I like really learned like what community is and like just studying theology at Ave has been so stretching, but it's been so good in that like, I don't know, I've just seen truths that like are not just academic, but they translate over in my spiritual life so yeah. much. And it's like, I could not be anywhere else and like actually take classes that like help me to pray and like are actually leading me to heaven and like come wow. to know. So yeah, that's cool. my first Trust in the Lord because he so is, good. yeah, take a jump, take a jump. It's good. Then my second actually is a very recent example. I am um, back in March this semester. I kind of had just a lot of restlessness and anxious, anxiousness, anxiety, question mark. Anxiousness. Anxiety. I, I think One it's of those anxiety. Two. I think those are both correct. <laughs> like in prayer. And um, I don't know, you probably understand this and everyone who's in school right now, just kind of having this desire to go outside yourself and like mm. serve because yes. I feel like a lot of college is like, it's kind of these four years are like selfish in a way like which should be because you're being formed and you're taking time to like 
take classes and to like know your passions and your desires and your gifts and like I kind of was getting sick of that I was like I need to be challenged I need to be uncomfortable yeah. and so in March I applied for Damascus and I was convinced that like <laughs> this was my summer and like yeah. that this is where the Lord is calling me and then I interviewed with them and I just I just didn't feel any peace with it and so mm-hmm. I decided not to um not to go start with them and then I was like okay lord like what the heck am I gonna do with my summer like I'm not <laughs> spending my whole summer at home like heck no. no and I ended up googling like catholic internships catholic summer camps catholic mission whatever like yeah. the heck popped no, up. I do that too yeah, yeah pretty cringy but I mean hey the, <laughs> Lord, the lord works in ordinary ways and um I found Christ in the city and I was like hmm this is very much not my realm this is very much outside of myself mm. let's do it so I signed up or apply <laughs> I interviewed with them. This is actually, I didn't even tell you this. Mm. This is going to be fun <laughs> to hear this. This is a secret. I, um, I don't know. I called them and I didn't even think my parents know this. So hopefully they don't listen to this, but I called them and they were just like, Hey, would you want to be a full-time missionary? And I was like, Oh boy. And I, for a second, considered dropping out of school for a year. <laughs> Mom and dad, if you hear this, we'll talk, we'll talk. Mm. But, um, yeah. And so then I ended up actually serving for the summer um, in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I went and I was horrified because I didn't know anybody and I didn't know what homeless ministry was going to look like. And um, I ended up being placed at a men's shelter in Dayton, Ohio, um, with like 250 or so just amazing men. And I remember walking in my first day and seeing a man like on the floor, like withdrawing from fentanyl. And it was just a horrifying sight. And I backed up because I didn't think that I could handle this kind of ministry and mm-hmm. immediately I was like I'm not built for this I'm not equipped for this and I just kind of had to take a deep breath and be like all right Lord like you have me you, you were sustaining me and like you led me to this moment like this is where I'm called to be right now and like mm-hmm. this is the challenge I wanted mm-hmm. this is the discomfort I wanted mm-hmm. like let me trust in you and so with that like I just built the most beautiful friendships with these men and like my heart has been stretched in so many ways that like I've come back and like in prayer like, the Lord has taught me so much. Like, he's answered so much. And, like, I could go on about that forever. But, yeah. So, just, like, learning that trust isn't always confidence, but it's obedience, you know? Ooh, and That's so good. Crossing yeah, yeah. Oh, stop. stop. <laughs> no, but, like, and with obedience, like, comes this, like, radical, like, availability and this radical, like, spontaneity. And, like, that's just, like, the beauty of, like, love and, like, obedience in love. Specifically, yeah. like to christ i don't know so yeah, yeah. Wow. that was those are my two biggest fiats i've given recently but <laughs> new fun question <laughs> who is one person that has inspired you in your faith recently one person that's inspired me in my faith yeah dog <laughs> okay i would say um actually a very new friend of mine one that i also met christ in the city her name's stephanie I don't think she'll be watching this, but, like, shout-out Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie, girl, if you hear this, this is for you. <laughs> but um, Stephanie is a full-time missionary of Christ in the city, and she was leading our, like, summer service with Dayton. Um, and Stephanie's a queen. Stephanie queen is very – how would I describe Stephanie? She's very joyful. She's very free. She's very spontaneous. So I see, like, a lot of myself, like, within her, and I feel like <laughs> I can very much be my wild, crazy self around Stephanie. But Aww. Stephanie was so good. Um in just the ministry that we did at the men's shelter and she really encountered the men in a way that was like just so beautiful like she was reminded she also is one very devoted to saint philip neary and so she reminded me a lot of him that she just had just a lot of levity and like very just like lightheartedness but also a lot of gravity and like very much knew herself 
um, and was not afraid to show it to the world. And yeah, very beautiful. She's a very beautiful person. So she's really inspired me and just the way she just loves people and is never anxious to leave a conversation and is always ready to give a response um, for her faith and for why she thinks what she thinks. And she always has something to say. I just admire that a lot. So she's Yay. a queen. Queen Bee. Queen Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> How has the Lord worked in your life in the past? Oh, in the past? Yeah. Okay. Um, in the past. This is hard. Because I feel like I know where he's working now. You can always tell, like, your part of your testimony if you want to. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll give a little... Um, hmm. I feel like I should have this ready, but I do think. Same so I'd say I really came to know the Lord. Like, well, I think I really encountered the Lord freshman year of high school. Just kind of like the basic scene of, like, coming into youth group and never having experienced, like, Eucharistic adoration or any, like before or anything <laughs> like that. And, not understanding the liturgy and appreciating it for what it is and just like any of the sacraments for that fact honestly yeah. um yeah and so i think i just came into life teen and my like first fall retreat like <laughs> absolutely just like did not understand christ and like thought that the faith was just very like rigorous and just very rigid and i just was not i had no appreciation for it but he came into eucharistic adoration and i was in the front row and i just remember <laughs> father who was father Father Chuck? Father Chuck. Father Chuck. Father Chuck walked around in the monastery, and so I just remember, like, grabbing his cope and just, like, looking up at Jesus, and he put the monsters, like, literally a foot away from my face, and just staring into Christ, I really, I could just, like, see his heart so wounded, and I just, like, was given this, like, image of, like, his heart pierced with the crown of thorns, and, like, it mending into mine, and, like, my heart being pierced with that, and, like, that just, like, really struck me, because, like, I don't know, freshman year me didn't understand anything about suffering anything about like the power of grace and anything about just anything honestly yeah, anything yeah. and so I think the rest of my high school career I really just like struggled with being authentic in that and actually like having a personal relationship and prayer with Christ and like yeah. actually knowing Christ and actually desiring to get myself to heaven and like those around me and it was very much just like a performance-based mm. like prayer life you know like yeah. I think it was just like okay, I'm a leader in like life teen and I have to do good. And it was very much based on performance and it was yeah. just lacking. And so I think, um, yeah, senior year of high school is really where like the Lord worked through that. And the Lord just kind of like gave me this grace. It was very gratuitous and very, it just very much like fell upon me to want to know him. And I never had that desire before. Yeah. Honestly, like freshman year when that I had that whole encounter and just I hadn't experienced that since like after then and I just kind of went this dry period and so senior year I'd say was where I like really took off but since then like um to present I don't know the Lord just speaks to me very clearly through through other people and just like I feel like he for me since I'm kind of a little gullible and naive and a little airhead sometimes I think the Lord really just like there's a lot of like recurring themes in my life that have been like be playing for like honestly years now. And like, he just very much speaks to me in like motifs, like the, <laughs> the Lord speaks to me in honestly, yeah, motifs. And he's very, he's very gentle and he's very repetitive. And like, he's always making sure that I am quick to understand things. And yeah. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I'd say that's where I'm at right now. That's where he's been leading me up to. But honestly, I think the last two years, I really, that's where I really like have had a prayer life and have had a relationship with Christ and, Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's always so beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like I relate so much to like the mm -hmm. freshman year encounter. 
yeah. dryness, especially towards senior year. Mm-hmm. And then, like, <laughs> no, literally, it's like scribble. It's like static on a TV for a few years. The and Lord, you're like, oh, okay. The Lord's like, oh, so much more for you. <laughs> exactly. Hey, faith aside of some mustard seed, man. Like, it, it grows. Uh, Seeds are plants. Anyway. How has the Lord been working in your life recently? Recently? I can talk about this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> recently, I kind of would describe where I'm at with Christ in my life is I would describe it as like I am in this disposition of like, St. John of the Cross right now. I very much feel um, like the Lord has called me to sit at the foot of the cross and to be attentive to him crucified and to be attentive to his wounds right now and to be attentive to the way that I nail him up there every single day and like with all of my sins and all the ways that I abandoned him. And so it's been really powerful for me, um, especially in like my devotion to Mary. I I feel like the Lord has gifted me with that because honestly, like a couple years ago, I did not have a relationship with Mary. I didn't, I've never heard her. I never like really felt her embrace. And I was so jealous of people who had that. Cause I was like, that's, I knew people in my life who just very much be like, oh, like Mary's telling me this. Like, yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, the heck? Like, how do I know Mary? You yeah. Know? And I tried and I tried praying the rosary and it was just very, it was dry. And um, after kind of being introduced to Our Lady of Seven Sorrows, like the Lord really gave me that. And so I think right now, I'm at this place where I'm just like St. John. Like I'm sitting at the foot of the cross and Mary has her arms wrapped around me and she she's just whispering in my ear, like, I don't know, just like look at my son and like look what has been done to him and like you put I don't know. And so it's just very much this like transformative place in prayer. Um, yeah. And just like mass has been like daily mass has just been such a big devotion for me. Like, even though I slept through it today. That's Girl, the tea, I feel but <laughs> I slept with it today. That's okay. But just approaching the Eucharist is like the very foot of Calvary itself. And like having Mary walk me up there to receive Jesus every day has been such a blessing. Um, but yeah, Lord's doing big things in my heart right now. And very, I started journaling cause Queen Nora over here inspired me. I like literally would journal, like it'd be like March 31st. And then like you flip <laughs> to the next page and it's like suddenly all, August because I like did not journal the rest of them so I've been good at that and that's just been really good to track where the Lord's brought me in prayer but sorry I'm like rambling no that's so beautiful (laughs) that's so good high five for journaling thanks queen yeah it really helps you like I looked at some of my like freshman high school year journal and I was like oh (laughs) what was happening there like those are some wounds I was like (laughs) yeah what was I talking about that's the truth yeah so yeah, journaling is really good. It is. So everyone go journal because if I can do it, certainly you can. Right <laughs> uh, okay. This is the last question. Okay. Are you ready for this? I think I'm ready. Okay. Same. <laughs> so you started two fun group things at Ave that I would love you to discuss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the first one is that your household. Mm. So. Do you like to share about that? Yeah, How it came I can to be? get into that. Stuff about that. Okay. Yeah, dog. Yeah, so household. Um, my household's name is Theotokos, um, which in Greek, I, yeah, Greek, is um, God Bear. And it's another title for Theotokos. Theotokos, yes, for a household. Um, our patrons are St. Zelie and Louis Martin and St. John Paul II and obviously Our Lady of Seven Sorrows. Um, and so we're basically 
Um, I'll kind of go in the quick backstory, I'll the abridged backstory of okay, how we started. Good. But I, <laughs> freshman year of college, I very much grew in a very deep devotion to Arlie Samsaros, and I had this crazy encounter with her. That's a whole other story for another day. Um, and I told my friends about it, and like one of my good friends, Lexi, who's the leader of the household right now, she, um, I told her about it. I was like, "This is crazy." Like blah blah blah. And she's like, Well, I've always wanted to start a women's group, so why don't we just like start a group, like a club? Hey. So we went in and started trying to start a club. That John turned into a household real fast and we we're like, Whoa, 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 we are not prepared to start a household and <laughs> yeah, and it took us forever and we were very, very poor in the beginning, had no idea what we were doing, like didn't even have a name and the type like the name of our household was due like within twenty four hours we were all like arguing over what to do and we we're just like, All right, that's it, we're not doing it and then Theotopus just like came up and we we're like perfect. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. And so we have I think nine or ten girls right now, I'd say. Um, yeah. But it's very beautiful. Like every week we pray the Our Lady Seven Sorrows Rosary together. Um and we just have like a meeting we've been reading um, Man and Woman, a Divine Invention by Alice von Hildebrand. Ooh. And she talks all about um just authentic femininity and like the role of women in the liturgy in the church um in the household in religious life like it just talks about woman as a gift and woman as being receptive um yeah so we're very like we're very just focused on countercultural reverence as women today and like just you know like i think people under misunderstand the role of woman especially like in the liturgy of just being receptive and being submissive in a way that like we are open to Christ's love, not in a way that we are oppressed or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Passive. And, like, exactly, yeah. exactly. And in that way, like we are able to be God bearers and either like bring forth physical life, which is freaking awesome. Like well, go woman insane. or be spiritual mothers, which is also freaking awesome. And yeah. And so I think there's this quote by um Fulton Sheen that says something about like a woman um, who is not able to receive and also who is not able to nurture is as awkward and as unsteady as a ship that's stuck in sand like stuck in shallow water and can't move and i just think that's so interesting so that's what our household's kind of based on but yeah it's honestly the lord took it and he ran and so did mary mary was like pushing him along because yeah so it's it's a gift to me and it's a gift to the woman in our community but yeah so if you are in a catholic university go check out household life because it is a gift and living in community is also very powerful so. or just come to Ave and join the these days but that's okay 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 next question the Magdala song oh yeah okay so Magdala is actually something very recent in my life it's still very new to me um but this semester our campus minister or chaplain father rick um Ooh, father rick. he father rick martin, martin i actually not pronounce his last name i'm gonna butcher father it. Rick, you better be listening but, <laughs> Father Rick um, was looking for two people to like lead this small group. He just wanted like a woman's small group, and so we're like, okay, we'll take it on. And the two, the lovely ladies that run Magdala, actually were Ave alumni. So Mary Jo Carney and Rachel Kalinsky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What can I say? We breed some good ones. But uh, (laughs) yeah, so Magdala kind of fell into our laps when they reached out to Father Rick and were like, hey, like this is something we want to bring to Ave since it started here. And so I wasn't too familiar with the curriculum. I wasn't too familiar with like, just like these forms of wounds. And like, I didn't have too many forms of those kinds of wounds in my life. So I was kind of like, how am I going to administer this way, you know? Um, But I also felt the Lord this semester, especially calling me to minister in like a very new and creative way. And I didn't know what that was yet. And I was like, okay, maybe this is something I need to step into. And so me and my good friend, Maria Shanley, shout out Maria, um, (laughs) just started leading this group and we're given nothing but the little tiny yellow handbook to lead it and we're like okay and 
we would only have probably two or three girls show up. It was very hard to advertise. Um, yeah. Kind of like a group for sexual healing because that doesn't seem very appealing to women. And like, I think women don't want to like walk up to a flyer that like, we had to be very underground about it. Yeah. Um, and it was meant to be a place of comfort and a place of just like vulnerability with women. So we had to be very underground about it. And so that was hard to get enough for a small group, but we did. And it was very good. Um, and it's very slow in the works. Like our, we don't start a curriculum actually till this fall. So we just kind of did like a, a test, like a pilot run this spring and it was very very good and um yeah magdal is a very very powerful group and what they're doing is very holy and yeah just like reading through that book i'm just like wow like mary joe and rachel have like the most incredible minds and just like it's it's incredible in which the ways that magdala has taught me and like the woman in her group to like actually look into our wounds yeah and like find the sources of those wounds and recognize that those wounds are the sources of like our sins and our temptations yeah. and like how much the devil works through that and how much if we don't pay attention to those things that it's honestly hurting our hearts so much and like it's holding us back from so much it's like once you pay attention to those things you actually like can turn to your passions can turn to your emotions your appetites and realize like these desires are actually very very good yeah and they're actually very <laughs> holy which yeah. is like not something we actually like really look at a lot yeah. but be like this is where they need to turn and yeah, yeah I don't know Magdala healing exactly yeah. exactly so if you're looking for anything like that um listen to the Magdala podcast did you have a podcast in the show notes yeah. dogs <laughs> yeah no literally it's so good like listen to it um if you're at Ave um join join just join Magdala like you know yeah. where I'd be at it'll help you on your healing journey exactly it's so good um yeah, yeah. and it's something else that I I don't know if you want to show us, but I can't touch on this. It's like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Like your sexual. No, never. Like anything that you struggle with, because like, as you said, you can find so much healing in it. And if mm-hmm. you just try to like cover it up and repress it, yeah. you eventually will fall back into yeah. those same sins. Exactly. I'm actually reading the book Unwanted by Jay Sturing. Never heard of it. Sounds, I don't know. It's by a Christian, a Christian therapist. Okay. Um, But it's very similar to the, I think, I think Rachel probably read the book. And he talks about, like, actually going into your sins to find out where your wounds are to, yeah. like, allow those to be healed by the Lord or else, yeah. like, you're going to be stuck. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, that just comes with not necessarily having to proclaim that, like, testimony to, like, the whole world. Yeah, you know? not like, to the whole world. And, hey, if that's where the Lord's calling you to share that with people, that's brave, that's bold, and that's beautiful because we need that, you know? Yeah. But, like, being able to be vulnerable with other women. Yeah, in a smaller and that just makes, yeah. and honestly, for me, like, that just makes it, like, from what I found with the woman in the group have, like, I've talked with and, like, met with, like, they've told me that that kind of vulnerability makes it so much easier for them to frequent the sacrament of reconciliation. Because I think um, with that kind of, like, sin and those kind of wounds, like, it's very hard to enter into the sacrament because you're just, like, I don't know, from, like, it's just very, it's very paralyzing. And to just recognize, too, like you said, to be able to talk about these things, and, like, once you own these wounds and you're able to kind of share them in a place that's secure like literally you realize how uncreative the devil is like how boring sin <laughs> you just is. twist all the good things exactly and it's like it's really it's really not creative no and like no it's not on the other <laughs> side of that like the gift that the lord gave us of male and female and that union like is so beautiful and that we literally get to like live in a communion that reflects the trinity and like Excellent. it's so good and like marriage like all those things are so good and so the devil's so uncreative 
And once you really look at that and you're able to share that with other people or even just like look at that yourself and share that with the Lord, boom, you're like, wow, Satan, you're really boring. Yeah. You need to step away. Goodbye. Yeah. So period. So yeah. Magdalene's yeah, very good. So yeah, never be never be ashamed of those things. And uh yeah, don't be shy from confession. Like seriously, reconciliation is so, so good, you guys. And like what a what a cool thing that is that the Lord has given priest power to act on his behalf and absolve us from our sins. <laughs> so like good. it's that easy. Like so good. Fourth of July. Oh, tomorrow's Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frasati's <gasps> feast day. Ayo. So celebrate. Go on a hike or something and do something adventurous like Frasati would have done. Show them your tattoo. Um, show the video your tattoo. Yeah, here's for the the fans. It's upside down, but that's the my fans tattoo. Watching on. <laughs> for the fam- yeah for the fam watching on the instagram reels here she is the versati's a great man in my life he um actually got this because versal also means to the highest as yeah most of us know um and it's actually not so much because of my devotion to versati but because of the eucharist being the source and summit and how every day at mass or however often we go to mass like we're summiting to calvary every single day and so this is it's just a very much very much a sign of my eucharistic devotion for me but i could go into that it's a whole other story but yeah for saudi yeah adam up say a prayer to him tomorrow i will he's a cool man i'll i'm gonna wanna, i'm going to the adoration here and so three three two one peace, peace out, out dogs, dogs.